So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're having an amazing day. As we get into a really, really good subject, uh, talking about your brain, the rewiring process, oh, all the neurological buzzwords in one action-packed episode, we're going to have a lot of fun today. And the reality is, you know, your brain rewiring is very important. It's mission critical for recovery. And um, and there's actually some simple things that might be stopping your brain from fully rewiring as you go on the recovery journey. And so we're going to talk about all that today. Um, before we get there really quick, if you do not have a copy of my book, The Last Relapse, um, all of our readers get a chance to have a free copy and you can get it at thelastrelapsebook.com. If you're more of a physical copy kind of guy, then hey, you're welcome to get it at Amazon or any place that you buy your books. It should be available. Um, and uh, we've actually had some bookstores even inquire about it. Uh, we're not really doing that yet, but who knows, we might get there. Um, but it is called The Last Relapse. It's available and it's just our, it's basically our roadmap for recovery. And if you um, if you're interested in not just embracing uh, the recovery journey, but really like you don't want to keep wasting time, you you want to make sure that what you're doing is actually going to move the needle forward, then this book will help you tremendously. Uh, we still are in the top 100 in a few categories. Uh, the book continues to perform really well, and um, it's called the Last Relapse. Okay, let's jump in. Uh, today we're talking about why your brain isn't rewiring. So you know, here's the thing: we know that. Our brains are incredibly flexible um, organs, right? Like if you compare it to the heart, for example, like the heart cannot rewire. The heart does not change. It absolutely adapts. Don't get me wrong. Um, It's pretty remarkable actually what some of the other organs in our body can do. But the brain is unique in the sense that it, it has a teachable quality that literally does not ever go away. Now, it does diminish over time. It, it, we become less plastic, and there's a, a science term called neuroplasticity. And so, uh, you know, the our overall neuroplasticity is at our highest when we're born. It's at our lowest in, you know, the later years of life. But all throughout time, we have an opportunity to rewire. We had a, a client go through a program who is 70 years old, dealing with some pretty serious medical conditions. And when I asked him, like, you know, Dean, you're you're 70 years old. Do you really, like, are you sure you want to do this program? Like, you've had a, a good life and, um, you know, you may not have tons of years left by the sounds of the prognosis and like God does a miracle. Why? Why this? And, you know, for him, he was like, well, I want to be ready to meet my savior. You know, I, I don't want to just scrape by and survive. I want to be ready to meet him. And I want to be able to say I did everything in my power. And, and somebody who has that kind of belief profile is going to have a much better chance of rewiring their brain. And there's actually neuroscience to back this up. Uh, it, it's crazy, and we won't go into this tons today, but the neuroscience even shows that if you if you believe that something is going to really impact you, 
your brain becomes more susceptible to rewiring, which is why, again, guys, I've told you this before, but you should be getting help from people that you trust because if you trust them, you will believe that what they told you is going to work and that belief alone is going to propel you not in, not just into action, you know, not just into making some changes, but into actually rewiring your brain. So very, very important. That's a little side nugget for you. Uh, hopefully that's useful. But here's the thing, uh, you know, you are you are listening to this podcast because you want to grow in your sexuality, you want to grow in your faith, and you acknowledge that there are some things going on in your life right now that are not serving you. They're 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 not they're not aligned with the person that you're called to be. And they don't seem to really match what God has instructed you to do either. And you know that you need to change these habits. You need to change these patterns. You need to change these parts of your life. For you to actually experience these changes, your brain must rewire. The brain in its condition that you have right now will not get you the freedom you desire. Okay, I want you to hear that again. In the condition it's in right now, your brain will not get you the freedom you desire. If it, if it could, it would have already. So it must reprogram. Your brain must change. It, you cannot afford for your brain to stay the same while you continue to listen to podcasts and do programs and everything else. Your brain needs to change. So the question is, how? How does your brain change? So, you know, let me give you a little bit of, of a kind of personal context. I watched porn for 15 years, 15 years straight. Somewhere in there was a gap of about a year where I didn't watch, then I relapsed again. But um, I went more, more or less 15 years straight watching porn. 15 years of visuals, right? Scenes, pictures, videos buried into my mind. Even after I stopped watching, I still had to deal with these things, right? My brain was still in the rewiring process. And one of the reasons I stayed stuck in this place for so long is because I was actually making a bunch of big mistakes that stopped my brain from rewiring. So if you avoid the mistakes that I'm about to go through, then I can pretty much guarantee you will have a much better experience with your brain actually starting to change and mold and reform and reprogram into uh, the mind of Christ or the brain that God has designed us to have, okay? So the these are the four top four mistakes that we say people make. Again, if you can correct these, you'll see a huge change. First one is lack of consistency. And, you know, we live in a instant gratification culture that would love for you to believe that your brain can just rewire at the snap of your fingers. You know, like all you have to do is just pop this pill, take this course, do this thing, and your brain's going to rewire it like no one's business. Okay. Research shows and this is research based uh, particularly on Caroline Leaf. This has come out of her lab. This shows that it takes about 63 days for your brain to unlearn a bad habit and learn a new one. The, the old moniker was like 21 days, but what they found is that 21 days was enough for you to stop a bad habit. It was not enough for you to stop a bad habit and start a new one. So, so 63 days, that is two months. And uh, after about two months is when you're going to start to really see things, um, you know, change. And so if you can hit two months clean, that's a really good goal for somebody in recovery is to target two months. That would be like a milestone moment. Two months clean is a pretty big deal. All right. Mistake number two is people stay in triggering environments. Um, 
So this sometimes gets confusing for people because people are like, well, Sathya, you said that freedom means that like I can have different options and I still make the right choice. So does it make more sense to like leave social media on even though it's triggering or like do I really have to not talk to somebody even even though like they're, they're attractive and they're triggering? Like isn't real freedom like where I can be around them, I can interact with them and I don't slip? Yes, that is the end goal. That's the vision that we have cast ahead. But to get there, we probably need to set up some pretty rigid environments first and gradually start to give ourselves permission to be in those places where we are actually, um, and I guess at that time when we can actually handle it. So when you're in recovery, especially early stages, you should be meticulous about the environments you are in. If you can regularly put yourself in environments that have minimal temptations for about two months, because remember, we know it takes about two months for your brain to fully start a new habit and an old one, start a new one. So if you can really protect your environments for two months, okay, we're not talking about forever. Uh, if you think about how long you've struggled, if you struggled for 20 years, okay, 12 months a year, that's 240 months that you've struggled. So all I'm saying is for two months, just to be a little bit more rigid, a little bit more intentional, and just ensure that you are regularly, 95% of the time, you're in environments that have little to no triggers, okay? This is gonna give your brain the best chance to relapse quickly. And one thing that we see people do all the time is they jump the gun. You know, they get two weeks of freedom, three weeks of freedom, five, six weeks of freedom, and they're like, perfect, I can start to, you know, go on social media a little bit more, da, 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 da. No, you cannot. Your brain is still rewiring. And if you do it too early, you're gonna just throw all of your progress down the toilet. And you're gonna have to start all over again. So triggering environment, second mistake people make. The third mistake is information overload, um, information overload part one. So many people in recovery, when we talk to them, they have seven different things they're trying to do all at the same time. And then three weeks later, they wonder why they feel hopeless again. Your brain can only concentrate on one thing at a time. So your mission every single week and maybe even every single day is to identify your greatest recovery priority and then make sure it takes place or it gets accomplished at all costs. That is the better way to go about this. I don't care if you have like uh, this course you're taking and a podcast you're listening to and a book you're reading. You know, one time we had somebody jump on a call and he wanted to show us a slideshow presentation of all the different things he had going on and the different works he's done over the years. It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. And the more things you have, the less likely you are to succeed. Do not overload yourself with information. Go one step at a time, have the priority very clearly articulated and laser focus on that sucker. Okay, number four, information overload part two. This is a really, really important neurobiology here. I'm gonna keep it super simple so that you don't have to have a degree or anything to really understand this concept, but listen very carefully. A neural circuit can only change when it is active. So if you listen to a podcast about how to handle triggers, by the end of that episode, you have the exact same brain, okay? If you read a book about recovery, by the end of that book, you have the exact same brain. Yes, you have a little bit more knowledge, but your brain is more or less the same. See, it's when you encounter your next trigger and apply the information, then your brain can rewire. Why? Because when you encounter the trigger, the circuit for how you've been responding to triggers in the past, which you know is, has been poorly, uh, that, that circuit starts to become active. It's activated by the presence of the trigger. And when it's active, it can rechange, it can reprogram, it can rewire. 
But as long as it is inactive, in other in other words, you're just taking in information about you know how to handle triggers, but you're not actually triggered, is merely information. So don't make the mistake of just you know being an information junkie. You know, like oh, I just want to absorb this all by osmosis. I hear people say that, and you're like, that's so dumb. That's not a thing. Like it never has been, and I don't know why people think it would be. It's not a thing. Stop doing it. The only way you actually uh, activate knowledge, the only way you actually rewire your brain is by taking action, taking massive action. So I hope that comes through loud and clear, guys. But these are four mistakes I want you to avoid, okay? To recap real quick, uh, avoid the lack of consistency at least 63 days. That should be your initial goal in recovery. Hit the two-month mark, okay? That should be the first goal. Number two, watch out for the environments. In those two months, I would set yourself up to just regularly be in success. So just be, be conscious of where is your phone? Uh, when are you getting off your devices? Who are the people you're spending time with? You know, just think about these things. And if you've struggled for two decades, like we said, that's 240 months you've been struggling. I'm only asking you to do it for two, just for two months, two tiny months for you to be really meticulous about your environment so that your brain can rewire properly. Number three, we want to be aware of information overload. We do not want to overdo it, okay? We should really only have one main priority that we're focused on at a time, whereas if I get this thing done, this is going to move the needle forward in recovery. That thing will change uh, based on your situation, based on where you are in the journey, but there is always one thing that you should be focused on. And then information overload part two, and this is talking about how we need to take action on the information that we ingest, otherwise our brains remain unchanged and we remain frustrated with our situation, wondering why we haven't got breakthrough yet. So what we wanna do instead is we wanna wait until the neural circuit is active and then we wanna apply the knowledge that we're learning Otherwise, we remain hopeless and we stay stuck. So that's everything for today, guys. I want to thank you so much for listening. Uh, I'm going to put a post to this. Uh, we actually, uh, a link to this post rather. This is actually based on an Instagram post that we did. We got some great feedback on it. And uh, I'd love for you guys to check it out as well. So uh, it's here. I'm going to put it in. But in the meantime, have an amazing day, guys. And we'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Thea again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.